Welcome everybody to another episode of the Real Abinov Podcast. This is a very special episode because this is the first time that I've actually been a guest on somebody else's live show. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how you are peace and love, but just forgot. Towards the end, we talk about how you can use this mantra even in business and get ahead and how it really applies to everything in life. And if you really enjoyed this episode, go ahead and give me a rating on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment for us. Without further ado, guys, let's get right into it. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Once again, this is Hajjot Singh Guliani, and you are watching It's Your Live Show, where I used to have lively conversations with the lively people to make you the next one. This is Saturday, 9 p.m. in India, and our guest is from United States. It's morning there. Let me share who's with me today. He's someone who calls himself as philosophical entertainer. He has started a podcast with the name The Real Abhinav Audio Experience. And he is the founder of Blossom Media Studio from USA. I love this guy just for one reason. And that is, he talks about love and peace in such a way that I could never imagine. Please welcome my guest for the day, your guest for the day, Abhinav Jain from USA. Hey, thank hey, you. Hey, Abhinav. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hey, it's Arjo. your live show. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be a part of your show. And of course, you said it's my show. It's our show. It's everybody else's show who's tuning in and listening to us today. Thank you so much for having me on. That was so kind of you to say these words. So Abhinav, uh, let me ask you this. I remember I met you in Feb 2020 from LinkedIn. And then you shared your philosophy of life that is love and peace. And it made me so curious that when I asked you this time that what we are going to talk about on this conversation and you gave me a very nice headline to that, that is you are love and peace, but you forgot. That's this right. is one of the, this is one of the thing. The other thing is you call your, yourself as philosophical entertainer to start on with conversation i am curious to know how you became philosophical entertainer what's the story behind that that's a good idea um we'll start there so i always say this i say that you and me and everybody in this world is peace and love but we just forgot because what happens is we tend to take on different roles as we go out and do different things in our life. You know, in the morning you wake up, you're just this uh, person that's waking up and it's not quite sure what he wants to do. And then you maybe go to your job and then you take on that role, right? Or maybe you come home and you're a father or a brother, or a sister, son, whatever. You take on that role and responsibility. But what happens is a lot of these roles, these masks that we wear in life uh, throughout the day, they tend to leave a residue behind, you know? So if, if you're a working person and you're dealing with clients and your clients are maybe not happy with you and they're, you know, they're say, saying their frustrations out to you, 
Well, a lot of times that lingers on to the next thing that you go out and do if you don't know how to deal with it yourself. So what I mean when I say you are peace and love, but just forgot, because who are you when you are loving, when you are at a peaceful place, when you're in a pleasant state? Who are you then? Isn't that who you always were before you got angry, before you got frustrated? And isn't that the place that you always return to after your anger goes away, after your frustration subsides? So that's what I really mean by being peace and love, because ultimately that's who you and I are. That's who everyone is. You're born as a baby. You're full of love. You want nothing else in life. You need food. Your parents wow. give you food. Everything else we take on in life, and then we forget who we really are. So for me to say you are peace and love, it's just a reminder, because a pleasant human being is someone who will do things better, obviously. If you're joyful, you're full of love, you're calm, you're alert, you're in a good space. What can't you do? What can't you do in that state that you can do in an angry, frustrated state? So it's almost, it just, it's just, it's counterintuitive to the mind because uh, even for me, earlier in my life, I used to think that being successful or to be successful, you have to be very dedicated. You have to be very like, disciplined and cutthroat and everything that you do has to be precise and that's while that's true to a degree yes you do need structure in your life you have to do everything with openness of your heart and with with love in your heart because otherwise whatever you end up doing at the end of the day you won't get fulfilled unless it meets that deeper need of satisfaction because you can make a million dollars but that doesn't mean you'll be satisfied with that million dollars if you don't know how to return to this original state that you're in, that you were born with, that you had even before you were born. So philosophical entertainment, why do I call myself a philosophical entertainer? Partly is because uh, so far in my life, I've accomplished many different things that I wanted to do, and I've learned what you can get through hard work and discipline, but I also learned how easy it is to get depressed in today's world when all we do is compare ourselves to everybody else even more so than we ever have through social media and all of that like i said whatever you do throughout the day it stays with you even when you're not looking at your phone that thought stays with you in your mind so you have to guard that mind the gate of the thoughts you you have to watch what's happening within you and when I started to do this, I started to realize the more profound things about, about life. Like, what is, what is all of this about? I started to ask all these big questions of myself. Like, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing here? Who sent me here? For what reason? For what purpose? What is my end goal here? If the end goal for everybody is to just, you know, die one day, then what's, what's the point of all of this? I really started to contemplate some of the deeper parts about life. And uh, I got a lot into philosophy and learning psychology because psychology is just describing the mind chatter, the patterns in the mind chatter. And there's a lot of progress that we've made in that department as long as humanity has been around. Uh, and then philosophically as well, I'm not the first person to ask the question of why am I here and what am I here for and what should I be doing? So I've spent a, a good amount of time and still continue to do. I'm a student. I'm not a teacher but I'd like to talk about what I've learned. So some people think of me as 
somewhat of a philosophical person, someone that has some wisdom. I don't necessarily think I know anything considering how big this space is that we live in. So that's a little bit about where I, you know, can kind of talk about where I'm coming from when I say some of these things. It's through my own experience. It's not necessarily from a book. It's what I've experienced. It's what I've listened to and studied a little bit, but it's what I've experienced and and what I'm speaking about is uh, what I've learned through my journey of life so far. That was just amazing. I was listening to you and I was not feeling like to interrupt you or ask you anything. Like you have given us such a wonderful nugget of wisdom that you are love and peace, but you forgot. And uh, yes, sometimes we get into the philosophy and we get bored. But I, I must tell you, Abhinav, that with your philosophy, you are a perfect entertainer. <laughs> well, that was the angle because I figured a lot of these things, most people won't think about unless they're at a place in their life where they need to think about this. So let me explain. I was fortunate enough that I learned how to work hard at an early age uh, just because I was dedicating to, a, uh, to something I wanted to do, which was, you know, I wanted to be a bodybuilder at a time when I was in high school, like maybe... 17 around that time I was starting to wanting to you know work out a lot and and I had this goal that I set up that I wanted to compete in bodybuilding well as you know that requires a lot of discipline it doesn't just happen overnight you can't just put on muscle you know in, in a day it takes years it takes months and years and sometimes decades to get mature in that development you can't rush the process so to speak you know so that really taught me how taking certain days, you know, like building upon your days, day after day. Uh, my favorite quote is, you know, proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's what I learned when I was a bodybuilder. If you prepare your food, you'll never have to go leave your house without your food. You prepare your, you know, your clothes, your shoes, your workout plan, your day, you plan it out. You're never going to have a bad performing day that way. Actually, that's not entirely too true. You don't control the outcome of the day. So you can have a bad day, but because you're prepared and you've laid out a plan, you have an idea of where you're trying to go. And then you have to be open and creative enough to accept that things will not go the way you want them to all the time. But then you have an idea of what you want to do and you have a plan that you want to execute on and you do the best you can. Because there's nothing else that you can really do. You can only do the best you can in the moment. So that really taught me something at a very young age. And once I started to go from there, I started to, uh, you know, find different ways of making money. I wanted to start my career. So I went and studied uh, computers and computer science. I, I, I learned how to be an engineer. but And then I went and started to do that. And I started to make a lot of money doing that. But I realized that I wasn't passionate about being a programmer forever. So I wanted to branch out into other things. And, and part of what I did uh, from there is I realized, okay, I'm making good money. I've, I've, I've become somewhat successful based on what society considers to be successful, but I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't completely fulfilled. So I realized, okay, what do I want more? Uh, at that time in my life, I was living far away from my home, from my parents, my family, everybody that I grew up with. And I was in a brand new city with new people, and a lot of people that are business and success mind oriented. So I started to kind of hang out with those people. 
But what that taught me was I didn't really know if I wanted that lifestyle without having this fulfillment that, you know, everything is good. I, I started to get really sad about the fact that I had all these things, but that there was so much more in life that I that I could get to. For example, if you make you know, if you're making $50,000, you know you can make a hundred. If you're making $100,000, you know that there's people making million. If you're making million dollars, somebody's making billion. And if somebody's making a billion, someone's making 10 billion. So the point of it is the same thing that I learned from bodybuilding, which was I will never be the biggest person. I will never be like the most amazing bodybuilder in the world. There will always be somebody bigger and better. It's same is true in the financial and the success world. So it just really came down to well, who is it that you're comparing yourself to? Because if you're going to compare yourself to other people, you'll never get there. There will always be someone better than you. So you can't compare yourself to other people and expect to find happiness in that and expect to find peace in that. If you want to compare yourself, compare yourself to people that, are, that don't have as much as you do so you can get perspective. For example, you're in India, right? I'm in the US. But regardless, there's homeless people everywhere. There's homeless people here on the beach. There's homeless people living in the streets in India. But you will see even them, they have happiness in their life. They know how to smile. They know how to laugh. They still know how to eat their food. They can find ways to get it. But that tells you how little you need in life to be happy. You just need to be how alive. Little, <laughs> how little we need in life to be happy. So I'm, I'm just uh, uh, saying whatever you are saying because I believe when we share something with others, we give a reminder to ourselves. A hundred percent. Yeah. And even I want I want you to repeat that also, that PPP statement. You remember you give yes. five P words? Yeah, so the five P's, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Wow, that was the lesson for the day. Proper <laughs> Preparation prevents poor performance. Hey, everybody, I just want to get in here real quick and let you know that we also have a video component to this episode. You're going to see a lot of good facial expressions and my mustache and my beard twitch. So go ahead and enjoy that by going to Blossom Media Studio on YouTube. You can also look up the Real Abinov audio experience and you will find me. Just Google my name and the podcast. You will find it. All right, let's get back into it. Bye, yeah. me, guy. Abinav Jai. That's right. Abhinav, we are really having the real Abhinav audio experience and today for a change, we are having a real Abhinav video experience also. And you can check out both of those because we have Blossom Media Studio on YouTube where you can check me out on video and of course you can listen to me on Spotify uh, and iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are found. So whichever one you want. <laughs> so if you want more of Abhinav's uh, uh, wisdom, it is overflowing on Spotify and on Spotify, it is the real audio, uh, the real Abhinav audio experience. And on YouTube, it is Blossom Media Studio. I'll put it in the comments after this conversation is over. So Abhinav, we were talking about that how much we need to be happy. And you were talking about there is something or someone always better than us. Now we have a different, different, when we get into this, thought that someone is better aren't we get into the trap of self-sabotaging also yes so the way i look at it is if you're going to compare yourself to other people 
you're always going to have that voice in your head that says you're not enough. So when that voice comes up and it says you're not enough and you don't have this and you don't have that, that voice is also the one that I have relied on in the past to push myself further. So that voice doesn't have, it's not that the voice is completely useless, but over time I'm realizing that that voice is not your friend. It's not there to help you. It's there to just merely be. So you consciously have to decide when you choose to listen to that voice and when you can ignore that voice. And so you have to have this awareness of your own thoughts and emotions so you can then decide when is the mind being my friend and when is my mind just being an automatic uh, system, which it is, to help me survive. So if your thoughts are coming up about you're not better, you're, you can do better, you have this and that, that's all fine. But you have to really have that awareness or realization within yourself that, hey, you are peace and love and you're perfect the way you are as a human. Mm-hmm. But, but in your goals in life, if you want to improve, then that's going to require some proper preparation so you can prevent poor performance. Uh-huh. But at the same time, at the same time, you can't judge yourself so harshly every time you don't get what you want because you ultimately don't control life. That's the sort of, you know, double side of the same sword analogy. Like, you know, you know, it's a double edged sword because, yes, you 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 do need discipline to get what you want in life. And the discipline can get you a level of freedom, but it's very easy to become delusional and believe that you can control life when you can't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's really, it's a subtle point because I see a lot of people out there talking about, you know, getting their dreams or success and all that stuff. It requires a certain level of uh, mindset to get there. But ultimately to me, it's useless if you're at the top and you don't know how to be loving and peaceful within yourself. And you don't know how, wow. to, how to be that way to other people. A really good question that I would ask your audience or I would ask anybody is, if I gave you everything that you wanted right now, you want a million dollars, you have it. You want a big house, a big car, you have it. You have everything you ever wanted right now. Right now, I gave you everything that you ever wanted. How do you feel? What would you feel differently? How would it feel if you had everything in your life right now in your hands, in your house, everything you wanted? Would you feel differently? So if the people who are watching us, Abhinav is asking you a question. And Abhinav, I would like to answer this question. So uh, I can't even imagine that uh, I would have everything, whatever you are saying, because I have a belief that if I don't earn something, and when I say earn something, it just means I have put efforts in that with dedication and commitment. I don't I don't like that thing. I don't like that kind of rewards. So like let's, if you ask me perfect. that. Uh, so I would say, yeah. let's say, hypothetically, you've worked all your life. You, you've worked really hard. Okay, you've been working for 15 years, 20 years, 40 years, whatever, whatever makes you happy, whatever your specific dream is. I'm not trying to put my dream on you. Whatever it is for you, if all of that came true the way you wanted, would you feel any differently than you feel right now? 
Would you be any more happier, any more full of love? Any more happier or any more full of love? But that, that was a really tricky question that made me to think. Because can you get more love if you had a billion dollars? Can you become more happier within yourself if you don't even know how to do it now? So that's my point when I say you are peace and love, but you simply just forget because you get caught up in life and it's very easy to do. Me too. I'm not, I'm not better than any of you. I'm just saying, I'm pointing that out, that you are peace and love, but you forget. I have to remind myself this every day, every day, because it's so easy when we go around doing different things in life, we put on different roles, different masks. And as I said, when you take that mask off, sometimes that glue stays with you and, uh -huh. and you have to know how to completely strip everything away. And so for me personally, I'm talking about a different topic now, but for me personally, meditation is the way that I've, I've built a routine in my life to constantly look at myself from a clean slate view. Meaning I don't, when I sit down to meditate, I, I, I try my best not to judge myself no matter what the outcome is. If I sit down and I can't be focused and my mind is just constantly spinning and I'm thinking about all these other things that I have to do, I don't sit there and judge myself and say, Abhinav, you're, 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 you suck at meditating. You're not doing a good job today. You're not clearing your thoughts. You're not being peace and love. You're, you're still thinking about that guy who was rude to you and you're still thinking about how you're going to get back to him. So mm -hmm. whatever the outcome is, my point is when I meditate, I think about no judgment on myself. I'm giving myself, I'm allowing myself to let my, let whatever is happening happen. But that then translates. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And thanks for sharing this. That uh, Because I was about to ask you this question that made me curious. That, okay, we are love and peace. We forgot it. And Abhinav is there to give us a reminder. And it's completely fine. We are just giving, all of us are giving reminder to each other with that caption itself. That's that it. We all are love and peace, but we forgot it. Yep. So now it's time to remind ourselves once again. So what would you like to add on it that how, if I want to remind myself, how I can remind, uh, give reminder, okay. this kind of reminder to me? That's a great question. I have something just perfect for you. So think about this. Have you heard the word, word nirvana before? I have heard it, yes. So you know when they say that the spiritual enlightenment people are trying to attain nirvana? Have you uh -huh. heard that statement? So nirvana means yes. to exhale in Sanskrit. It means breathe out. Uh huh. So what that means is when you hold your breath, your, mm -hmm. breath, your breath goes away. You can't hold your breath forever. But the moment you exhale, your breath comes back to you. So what that means, it's a very, very profound statement. Your breath, every exhale that you have is a reminder of life coming back to you because your mind and body are connected by your breath. So if each exhale is a reminder that this could be the last breath that I ever got every time it leaves your body. You, you can instantly realize that you are peace and love because something in this universe, whatever you want to believe in, is loving you enough to give you that breath, that moment to come back into this body and to keep living. I don't know wow. how it can get more deep than that because 
that's really the fundamental you can't live life there's no life without the breath Absolutely. so each exhale is a reminder that you are peace and love you are loved by the creation that made you and everything else here in this world for you to enjoy abhinav that was incredible information yes it it is an information and some informations are helpful some information is enlightening i believe enlightenment is all about getting that enlightening information and this was truly enlightening and you remind me of something i learned 2 3 years ago we have a hindi word like you come from india you know hindi yes so the word for a person or a man is aadmi aadmi hmm yeah and uh, somebody told me that uh, he asked me hajjo do you know why aadmi is called aadmi i don't know i have no idea i said i have no idea please tell me about it and that person gave me this answer that aadmi means a dam that breath comes in and mm. if breath comes in then it is aadmi if breath doesn't comes in then it's a dead body wah bilkul sahi bole that's that's exactly what i'm saying because without your breath you don't exist you 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 simply don't exist so for me sometimes just sitting there and thanking life for loving me for my heart to beat it's the same thing i mean we can extend this metaphor so many ways it's not just your breath you don't control your vision your eyes simply see you don't have to make a strain to see your ears simply hear you don't have to make a strain to hear your heart simply beats you're not consciously beating your heart so you can see that there is so much love within your system itself from head to toe that it's always operating without you having to interfere you can eat i mean sadguru he talks about this that's why i'm wearing his shirt he helped me a lot sadguru you must must know of him i'm sure but he yes. he has a program called inner engineering so i went to it uh-huh. i went to it 2018 why did i go to it because abhinav was at a state in his life where as a person as a admi he was successful had money had friendships had everything that you could think would be good for someone to have at that age at a younger age in their early 20s but he wasn't fulfilled and he was getting depressed about his life because he started to realize i don't control anything i really don't i control some things that i i believe that i control philosophically speaking of course how how much do you control you don't control the sun you don't control the moon you don't even control your own heartbeat so mm-hmm. what do you really control i mean the the idea of control is so embedded in us as at an early age that we tend to take that on too seriously so my 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 one of my most profound realizations is is never to take life so seriously because it's not is a is an ocean wave serious does it need improvement it's perfect as it is so why are you so serious about life that everything that you have and you want is the biggest problem there is and you have to solve it otherwise your whole existence is a waste you and me sitting here right now even though we are across the globe we are we are nothing we are don't even exist man like we are we are this small in the entire universe of existence uh-huh so 
So why is it that we think that our little problem, the thoughts in our head are so big? Mm-hmm. You know, that's... Oh my God. Please, <laughs> uh-huh. please continue. So, I just had the moment. Yeah, so for me, it's like, it's just realizing those things keep me humble. They They give me so much gratitude. Like I'll give you something else that's a little bit more personal. For me, one of the things that I had to work through when I was when I was going through a depression phase is I had to really live with the reality that everybody that I love is going to die. My mother is going to die. My father is going to die. My brother, my wife, my grandmother, everybody that I love, all of my friends. And I don't control that. Even if I had a billion, trillion, quadrillion pieces of gold, money, wealth, I could be an emperor. I could be the biggest, richest person in the world. I still can't control that. So what do I really control? So that, to me, I had to work through. I had to really actualize that. And once I started to see that, wow, everything as it is right now, the way it's been given to me, it's a blessing. I am truly loved. I am truly given this silence for my own peace. So if you don't know where your silence is, where your silent spot is within you, you will never know what life is about because you will constantly just be listening to the chatter in your mind. So it's very important to notice the silence to notice the stillness in you and in life and observe how much of life is already taken care of itself. They say life takes care of life itself. Nobody else needs uh-huh. to do anything. Like these plants, uh-huh. they don't need us. If human beings disappeared, this whole earth will, will flourish. It doesn't need us. You can you can use you, you can see this as an example. Look at the coronavirus, this COVID uh, quarantine that happened. Right, human beings were told, stay in your house, don't drive, cover yourself. You know how much pollution went down and all over the world because of that, just from just one month of everybody just staying inside. It shows you that the planet itself is taking care of itself without human intervention. It doesn't need us. But we are a part of the planet. We are part of the biosphere of this earth. I like to also think that we are no different than the plants and the trees here. We are just walking trees. Okay? We need sunlight. We need water. We need food. Right? Where does all of our food come from? It comes from the earth. It's not coming from outer space. Right? So you are a part of this earth. This earth is a part of you. And you are part of life. One of the most interesting things to think about is you and life are not two separate things you and life are the same thing you are life the breath in your body is the life because when you're when you have no breath we call that person dead we don't even consider that as a person it's just a corpse it's just flesh that decomposes back into the earth it came from the earth you were a little baby and then you ate food from the earth and then you became a bigger baby and then you became a man. And then when you die, you become back into the earth. So what do you really get to take with you? Nothing. 
So why do you want to be all upset about life? You, you are life. You are the love in life. You've been given this chance to be here, to enjoy life. I feel like most people don't want to talk about it. You don't have to do shit. You can just sit at home and eat Maggie and watch TV and still be okay. But that's that's wow. only only gonna last for some time. It's not gonna last forever for anybody. Uh-huh. Everything is temporary. Ye idea agar tumhare agar dimag mein kuch na ghuse aaj bas itna ghus jaye ki koi bhi cheez permanent nahi hai na khushi na gham to tumhari zindagi set ho jayegi because there is nothing wow. to fear nothing is permanent your fear is not permanent this was incredible so viewers aaj aapke mann mein kuch na ghuse but according to abhinav agar ye samajh mein aa jaye ki nothing is permanent life set ho jayegi Because you will automatically know if you genuinely believe ये नहीं कि बस बोलने से सब कुछ हो जाता है हाँ ठीक है कुछ परमानेंट नहीं है आई एम ओके यू हैव टू जेन्यूनली बिलीव इन द सेंस दैट यू हैव टू एक्सपीरियंशली नो दैट बिलीव तो भाड़ में जाने दो डोंट फरी अबाउट बिलीफ बिकॉज अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल बिलीव इन स्टूपिड थिंग्स बिलीफ डजेंट मीन एनी थिंग बट इफ यू कैन एक्सपीरियंशली नो फ्रॉम रियली नोइंग बाई सींग लाइफ द वे इट इज विदाउट योर ओन प्रोजेक्शंस सींग लाइफ लाइक ओके वाओ आई रियली डोंट कंट्रोल this earth i don't control the sun the moon i don't control if my mother gets cancer or my wife dies i don't control any of that uh-huh. so then you start to realize ke main to itna chhota sa aadmi hu itni bade duniya mein main apne aap ko kyun samajhta hu itna bada and 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 i understand where the ego has to come into play your ego is a part of your life so you cannot hate uh-huh. your ego you cannot say that no you cannot be this way you cannot be that way be whichever way you are but just love yourself find your space your inner your inner silence and love that and then do whatever you want i don't care what you do as long as you find your peace and love do whatever you want because you are life manifesting as life you're doing what life should be doing abhinav abhinav i just want to add something on Please. this because this this life is full of wisdom full of knowledge and uh, everything is all about perspective so if somebody is listening to you and you are saying that we cannot control things that comes in a single perspective and not whole like aisa nahi hona chahiye ki kal se koi kahe ki main school nahi jaunga because i cannot control life or i am not going to read or i am not going to eat what abhinav is saying that is about a perspective he is coming from a space from where it, it's like abhinav i feel it's like someone is on second floor cannot see the whole city exactly but someone who has reached the 10th floor can see the whole city from there and someone who is on 20th floor can see like uh, he feels or she feels like touching the stars also right so so this is all about perspective i wanted to share it with uh, add on it because you never know somebody listen to someone and what message they get so absolutely right abina whatever you have said so abina you were talking about the inner engineering 
So what exactly you did in this inner engineering and you become an inner engineer? Well, here's here's what it is. It's if you if you have ever tried to sit still, mm-hmm. just to sit down and do nothing. This is the beauty of life. Human beings have evolved so far, but we suck at doing nothing. We always we always have this compulsion. We always have to do something. You know, now that we all have a phone, right? We're always looking, we're always scrolling, we're always doing something, right? You're looking at a screen. Right now I'm looking at you in a screen, you're looking at me on a screen. Yes. Human beings human beings are always keeping themselves busy. But when you take the time to sit down and do absolutely nothing, when you discard all meaning and you leave behind all labels and judgment and you see yourself for who you are without all of that that's inner engineering that's going inward and seeing who you are your pure self without all of that even if it's for 21 minutes so that's what that inner engineering teaches you it teaches you how to sit still it's nobody needs to be taught that but apparently we we do because we are now living in a culture where sitting still is a real problem think about all the people who couldn't stay home in the lockdown because they felt it was the end of the world jabki tumhara ghar to tumhara mahal hona chahiye chahe tumhara jitna chhota ghar ho jitna bada ghar ho tumhe kya hai ki tumhare ko problem hai ghar mein nahi reh sakte tum if you if you cannot stay at home that means you have not built a home that's worth of staying of you by your own standards right so you have to spend that time to really go inward i think it's the perfect opportunity during this 2020 has been the most spiritually uplifting year if you want it to be because the universe has told all of humanity hey stop where wow. are you where are you going where are you trying to go it's the same question that i asked you earlier if i gave you everything which universe has given humanity everything that we have it's manifested itself you can say thoughts become things people have thought about things but where did those thoughts originate from we still don't know the source So all of this was given to humanity and then there was a pause where are you going it's 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 just it begs the question you have to think that way what what, what is this all about even for your own life what is it all about what are you trying to do really go beyond just i want a big house i want the money i want what if you had all of that then what if people say to me oh well if i had all that i'm just going to have a great life i will relax and i will I will be happy. Why can't you do that right now? What's stopping you from doing that right now? Ek park mein jaake baitho aadha ghanta. You know, sit in front of a flower. Look how beautiful the flower is. You think that flower will be any more beautiful or the fragrance of a flower will be any stronger if you had a billion dollars? Uh-huh. Is the beauty going to change in life when you have more money? When you have more wealth? your problems will increase most likely if you have more money you're going to have more things to worry about than anything else so it's an interesting place it's like we as humanity have have steered away from this we we are we are no longer a culture who thinks deeply enough we live in a society where we are reading only headlines and captions and we tend to think that okay we know everything because everything is 11 seconds ask google ask siri but do you realize that p- 
people created Google without using Google itself? Uh-huh. Think about what I just said. You can you cannot just Google everything in life. You can, but you have to know how to operate your own system. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to live without this at times. It's essential for my work, for what I do, for my lifestyle. I make all of my money by staring at a screen. So I'm not here to say that screens are bad. They are beautiful. They allow you and me, Harjot, to talk across the world right now as we are. So sure. so it's it's great. We have great technology. But humanity is losing touch with, with source, with who they are, with, with the fact that they are peace and love. We need to use everything that we have with the intention of being peaceful and spreading love. Mm. You made a very relevant point here. That okay, technology is for us but sometimes it happens that we fall in trap and technology started using us yes we have made this technology to help us but now that same technology is using us like i got some notification on my phone and i would see that message now i don't need to see that so i have to train myself or i have to put in myself into that kind of environment so Abhinav, next question is like you have given me so much, showered so much of your wisdom and knowledge and all the inner engineering stuff you have done. One question is coming out of my curiosity. I know you are a programmer. How Abhinav makes the focus when he does programming? Because that is a very focused work. So how you tend to be focused and when you do work, how you do that? So I'll keep it very generic because I don't write as much as much code now as I did once. And uh, even though I started as an engineer, my my uh, career has shifted in the last few years. I've I've chosen to go more into the realm of talking with people and dealing with customers and and clients and people because obviously that's my skill set that I like to do more of. Me staring at a computer screen and writing code all day, it's great, it's a good skill to have, but it was not something that made me fulfilled. So I wanted to do something that I genuinely felt was a strength of mine, which is a very important point. Don't just do something because you can do it and because someone told you to do it. Do it if you really want to. I mean, and it's just, it's just the work will be better that way. So how do I stay focused? How do I do? I actually have a horrible attention span. So first and foremost, I recognize what my flaws are. I know where my strengths are, but I also know what my weaknesses are. And I don't judge myself so much anymore about all the things that I don't do well. Because there are many things that I do exceptionally well. And for me, those things that I do well have gotten me where I am, not the things that I do bad. So to me, it's always best to focus on your strengths and to 5x, 10x your strengths. If you're good at something, go. Do that. But then if you're not good at something and it's something that you think is going to be necessary for you to get to the next level, then yes, you need to work on those things. Like for me, I knew that me speaking, like doing a podcast, was going to be a way for me to get better at speaking my ideas, for me to communicate. So it was no different than me going to the gym to build muscle because that was a repetitive exercise. You have to do repetitions to get something. Same thing with this conversation. Right now, 
I've told you in the last 42 minutes some of my ideas. Some of them were good. Some of them were maybe not as good. But the point is, it's a repetition with anything. You have to do it enough, then you get better at it, right? So that's really the, the whole focus thing is just that. It's like, if you cannot focus, like I, I have a tough time focusing. It's okay. Start with what you can. If five minutes works for you, then five minutes and take a break. If one minute works for you, then one minute and take a break. What's the big deal? Why do you have to go from zero to 1,000? Why can't you go from zero to one, one to two? So this is a really interesting concept because in our mind, we don't tend to think that if I make a little bit of progress, it's worth it. I'll just delay, I'll just delay, I'll just delay until I make one step of movement that has to be so big that it makes sense to me that I, I do it. So you, you have to do the smallest thing and realize that in the bigger picture, those small things are what are going to add up for you to get the bigger thing that you want. So that's the way I, I look at it for myself now is I've stopped. I, I love to dream big, just like anybody else. I love to dream, uh -huh. daydream. I love to think about big ideas and what I want to do. And yes, it would be great if one day I can talk to people on a massive stage and we could have a very real moment and I can really help shift people into a space, a deeper space of realization. But if nothing happens, and if all that happens is this conversation, I am okay with it. I'm open to all outcomes. So I've let go of the uh, compulsive clenching that everything has to go my way. Wow. I'm open I to guess, I guess that was the... You were saying something, but I guess that was that was the crux of this conversation that I am open to all the outcomes, right. but that doesn't mean I have stopped dreaming. Yes, so we exactly. Are not to stop dreaming, but we should be open to all the outcomes because there is something that is intangible and that, that is beyond our control. Yep. But it's not everything that is beyond our control. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Avina, please continue. No, I think that's that's I, I can I can continue about another topic or I can go deeper into one or two of more. But I'm curious if if you if you have uh, anything else that you wanted to bring up. Sure, like you have, like we we were talking about. And viewers, if you have any question, please type in the comment box, and you may ask to Avina. And uh, Avina, my question to you is. You are love and peace. You forget it. That's true. But you are in business also. Mm. So how we can club that love and peace into business? That's an excellent question. Thank you. So I've been I've been playing with this idea about patience. Mm -hmm. What would it feel like if I were infinitely patient? infinite all the patience in the world if i had all the patience right here what would it feel like would i be at peace would i feel would i feel love jab aap kisi ko gale lagate ho apni mummy ko gale lagate ho to us time aap ginti karte ho ek second do second teen second you don't care right it's as if time doesn't exist true so so if you are peace and love and you have infinite patience, 
वट्स द प्रॉब्लम इन बिजनेस बिजनेस में भी तो सेम प्रॉब्लम आती है जो जो हम बात कर रहे हैं इज वी हैव एन एक्सपेक्टेड आउटकम दिस गाई हैज़ टू बाय दिस ऑन दिस डे और एल्स ही इज नॉट गन बी गुड फॉर मी बट वट इफ यू आर इन्फिनेटली पेशेंट विद योर कस्टमर वट इफ यू आर इन्फिनेटली पेशेंट विद योर स्टूडेंट्स विद योर मैनेजर विद योर बिजनेस वट इफ यू आर पेशेंट इनफ टू सी दैट थिंग्स इवन इन बिजनेस विल अनफोल्ड with their own momentum you have to make decisions of course set priority you know this is important this is less important this is not as important yes you have to set priority on things because there is only so many hours in the day and you have to do certain things based on their priority but beyond that you don't control business business is not a not a fancy thing business is run by people so ultimately it comes down to individual people and those individual people if they are in a good state if they are in a joyful peaceful loving high energy state then won't the work that they do also reflect that mm-hmm. it will because unless the person is no longer in that place and they are pretending if you are lying to yourself and your and your business that you are a happy joyful person and uh, you are pretending obviously that's not going to work but if you truly were full of peace and love then everything you do will manifest into that you'll be more patient with with people on the phone you'll be more patient when you have to do the work and and trust me i have my days where i don't want to deal with anybody either i have my days when i just i want to be by myself i don't want to deal with anybody but but that's okay there are some of those days but do i judge myself entirely on those days no I don't judge myself on any one day. I don't judge myself on any one moment entirely because the life is so vast in that sense. Each moment you have a new opportunity to do it differently. Wo karma ka jo idea hai, tumhara jo karma hai ya tumhara karm jo hai, it's an idea about you have some certain tendencies jo tumhari tumhara karm jo tumne kiye hain, they stay with you, but you have the ability to transcend your karma. You have the ability to be different. that's the whole thing mm-hmm. is that just because you've been this way for however long you've been alive for 20 30 40 50 60 years does not mean you have to continue being that way you can change in an instant if you want to consciously now there is of course unconditional uh, not unconditional unconscious behavior that human beings have that that we don't control like our breathing and our you know heartbeat and all that and and also some behavioral stuff like for example if you react negatively to seeing a homeless person like ah ye dekh lo ja rahe hain gareeb log ja rahe hain kuch inko karne ko nahi hai kaam nahi hai kuch nahi hai sometimes those things you have to be cautious of ki are those really my beliefs ya kisi ne mere ko wo cheez dali hai andar mere andar you have to really see so even in business the same thing is like if you automatically feel you know resentment about your business or what you're doing then really go deeper and see why are you doing any of it what's the end goal is it just to make money if it's just to make money then i have bad news for you because you can make money just robbing a bank why do you need to do business you got into business for a reason right so take it on fully take full responsibility one of the best things i've learned in business is if you're a ceo of a business then you're also the janitor you're also the cleaning crew you have to take on both you cannot just be a leader and say i'm only going to be at the top and everybody else is below me if you're a ceo 
you're also the person that's all the way at the bottom because you are 100% responsible for everything in your business. And so that's wow. my philosophy on business. It's like you want to be that person. You want to be the person who says, I accept everything, all the good and all the bad in my business. And it's my fault. It's not my employee's fault. It's not my, my partner's fault. It's my fault. And then all of a sudden, who are you going to blame? If you, if, you can, if you can just point the finger to you and say, it's my fault and I'm going to do better, what's the problem? Abhinav, like I, am, I just can't resist myself to congratulate myself for asking this question because I got something very peculiar from this. That is, if you are a CEO, if you are a leader, you're not just CEO or leader of an organization, but a janitor also. Yeah, you have to be the jhaduwala. I like your Hindi in between. Even I was listening to you in Hindi since I knew you from uh, last uh, four to five months, uh, February 2020, when we came into connection. That was an incredible journey and this was an incredible conversation. I remember you were the one who introduced me to the podcast. Who, who asked me to come over the podcast and you were about to start something at that time and I, I never realized. So you have given me that spark and I'm grateful to you for this. And I'm grateful to you for this conversation also. You made just made my day. It is end of the day here, Saturday evening and you just made it at the end, end point. Super, awesome. Thank you. All right. So, yes, Abhinav. I, I was going to say one more thing before I go. Please. It's really important to remember this. Uh-huh. You don't control all of life and uh-huh. everything passes. And, and uh-huh. time. I want to talk about time real quick. One thing uh-huh. that I think we overlook is we think, okay, if I do this, this is a good use of my time. If I do this, this is a bad use of my time. But the Uh problem is Uh is time is always going to keep going whether you do something or not. Even if you sit idle, time will keep going. Uh So why do you want to go down the route of this is a good use of my time, this is a bad use of my time? Time is not in your control. What's in your control is your decision to do something, your action, but not time itself. So I want people to get away from ye mere le achha hai, ye mere le bura hai. Time will take care of itself. When it's wow. time, when it's time, it will come. So that was learning. learning life, but there are some things we can control. And what we can control is our behavior or our it's it's about the discipline. But sometimes there are uncontrollable things also which we need not to control and that's perfectly fine. Yes. And you must be okay with all the outcomes, but you must dream big. That's right. Yes. That was wonderful, Abhinav. Thank you so much for coming on the show and giving me 55 minutes of your life. Thank you, Harjot, for having me. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. It's an honor to have you on. It's your live show. 
it was really a lively conversation with a lively abhinav all right so now it's time to take your leave i am harjun singh gulyani signing off with my guest abhinav jain from usa so see you tata bye 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 everybody if you really enjoyed this episode go ahead and give me a rating on apple podcasts and leave a comment for us we'd love to connect with you hit me up on linkedin and instagram that's where i'm the most active you can find me by searching my name abhinav jain or the real abhinav on instagram i look forward to connecting with you now let's get back to this episode